Hello, brewery fanatics, and welcome back to another episode of Brewery Travels. I'm your host, Joel Geyer, otherwise known as Brewery Travels on social media. And today, for the very first time, we are going to the state of South Carolina and going to focus in on kind of the upstate area and specifically uh, Greenville, which has a quickly growing and surging beer scene. And as always, I have an awesome guest with me today, Brian. So, uh, Brian, how about we just get the ball rolling first with just kind of a brief introduction about what got you into beer and how you're part of the beer community? Um, first off, thank you for having me on your show. Um, oddly enough, I was in PBRs and, you know, Coors Lights, Miller Lights, um, back in 2013, and a friend of mine said, hey, do you realize that there's, there's better beer out there? And I said, oh, what do you mean? Like, this is pretty good. Well, let me introduce you to craft beer. Um, so I was intrigued, obviously, and uh, I fell in love with uh, West Coast IPAs, oddly. Uh, took me a little while to build up to it, but um, he got me, he's the guy that, he, he got me into uh, craft beer. 2013 um here we are 2023 i've had multiple different uh untaps um i've deleted them when i got went through my first divorce um deleted social media page after social media page but i've i've always you know had a beer page of sorts um and then i moved here two years ago uh to to uh greer south carolina just right outside of greenville and um Everything here has a GVL, you know, GVL this, GVL that, and it was kind of cool. So I thought that I would do something um, with that in the beer scene. Um, so as far as the community is concerned, I'm honestly all about, um, you know, going around to, to the everywhere around here to try to try their new try beers, new beers. Um, but I honestly find myself busy with work most of the time and uh i don't actually make it out as much as i should no i think that's a common theme we all wish that we could be out at the breweries even more often than we are but uh you know greenville is an interesting city we we were able to visit there back in i believe it was a little over a year ago now i want to say i think it was early 2022 um either that or it was late 2021 somewhere around that timeline and G Greenville has actually been featured on a variety of lists from best places to live to fastest growing cities. Do you feel that the beer scene kind of reflects that really rapid growth that's currently occurring in the area? Uh, I don't see it as rapid growth as far as the beer scene is concerned. I see, I see opportunity uh, for the future. I don't mm -hmm. think it's as rapid per se. I, and I've only been here for two years. So I moved here in May of 21. Uh, and a couple breweries have opened since I've been here. And I know there's some more going to open pretty soon. Um, Bridgeway Station down in Malden, once they get that castle uh, of a facility up and running, uh, I believe there's going to be a brewery in there. I, I'm looking forward to, to trying that. But as far as rapid growth is concerned, uh, it nothing nothing happens here quick, in my opinion, other than the fact that they're building houses and uh you know tearing down trees and stuff pretty fast um yeah outside of that the beer scene um there's opportunity in, for rapid i don't i wouldn't say rapid growth i'd say opportunity for growth in the future yeah absolutely well and 
you know, the, the breweries right now, I, I noticed when, when I was there and kind of plotting out my, my evenings for my brewery visits, the, the breweries are pretty evenly dispersed around the city and several of the suburbs actually have their own brewery as well. So is there kind of a part of the area that you could see kind of more concentrated growth? Because, you know, when, when you look at some other cities, you know, obviously Asheville is kind of an extreme example, but there's a lot of cities where there's maybe one or two neighborhoods where the breweries are kind of more densely packed in together, where there's more walking distance between them. And, and it doesn't feel like there's quite as much of that occurring in Greenville, at least to this juncture. Yeah, I would say, um, as far as concentrated area, I don't, I don't really see, I don't, they're, they're pretty evenly dispersed. I mean, I think that uh, if any one area or let's say a specific thing could impact uh, brewery growth, it would be uh, the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Um, it's a bike trail, mm -hmm. yep. whatever they call it, rail trail. Um, you can walk on it, you can bike on it. Uh, there is a couple breweries, uh, three right off the top of my head that are right along that trail. And that is, that's where the boom is at. If I was uh, going forward, you know, if I was going to build a brewery here, um, I would build it somewhere near the ale trail. That's going to probably bring my best, my best, um, customer base. Cause a lot of people like to get out around here and they like to ride their bike and they like to run and walk. And Hey, I really liked when I could pull up to a brewery after a nice bike ride, you know, have a slice of pizza at Pangea and then have, have a beer and then walk across the bridge and go to Southern side and have another beer. So yeah, if, 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 if I was going forward, I'd say, or if anybody wanted to, you know, talk about a concentrated area, not really an area, but specifically along the swamp rabbit trail. Yeah, that was, that was going to kind of be what, what I thought in terms of, a potential because I remember when I was there, it, it seems like there's also kind of quite a few buildings there that could be conducive to, to more breweries opening. Like they seem to make their space because there's some other I know in that same area. I, I know when I went to Pangea, there's a couple of like restaurants right there as well. Um, but there still seems like there's warehouse space. And I think isn't there you're near um, you're not and you're also not that terribly far from downtown either. Like the, the, the trail does kind of lead to downtown. Um, which, yes. which leads to my next question is that, you know, to kind of clarify for, for listeners, Gr Greenville is not like this expansive, huge metro area that's difficult to get around. You know, you, you can pop around to the breweries and they may not be right next to each other, but you're going to be a pretty quick driver Uber ride to get between most of them. Um, so for, for someone who is maybe visiting this, the, the area for the first time, what recommendations would you make for them if they really wanted to experience the local beer scene? Um, well, there, we have an ale trail map that's at every, almost every brewery that I know of. Um, you can go to any of those breweries. Uh, I mean, call them or, you know, whatever. Uh, get the ale trail map. Uh, I mean, you can do the same thing on your phone. You know, you can just kind of search breweries in Greenville and uh, I mean, enough are going to pop up and they're going to give you a general idea where to go. But like I said about the ale trail thing, um, that's what I did when I first got here. I didn't really rely on GPS. I wanted to, I've done an ale trail before and I said, well, they got to have an ale trail here. And so they did. And I got the map and away I went. 
So anybody that comes to visit and get the L trail map. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think that's a, a, especially if you, you know, I, obviously someone like me is, as everyone that knows is I'm pretty diligent <laughs> in all my research prior to, to getting there, but it, it has happened occasionally where even I, you know, especially in cities that have a lot of breweries, you know, miss some breweries in my planning and having an ale trail map or, you know, like the local brewers guild that has information when you pop in, it can kind of open your eyes. Oh, there's actually another brewery, you know, close by here. Or a lot of times they can give little descriptions of, okay, well, if you're looking for X, Y, and Z in a brewery, you know, you may want to head here versus another place that's a little bit different. Uh, but no, I, absolutely. I definitely think that. And, and speaking of some different types of breweries, you know, several of the breweries in the area are kind of in these repurposed or, or historic buildings, you know, birds fly South, um, a state liability are all in these older facilities that have been transformed essentially in, in, into these breweries and tap rooms. So speaking strictly from the tap room experience, are there any in the area that stick out to you? Uh, 13 stripes. Mm. Uh, they're in a re repurposed, uh, mill uh the area is called taylor's mill uh they're in taylor's which is you know a suburb out here which it ain't very big but yeah 13 stripes uh easy access you know they, they open up the garage doors and the you know when it's warm or nice out and uh it's just a great atmosphere to be in i i've always thought that the the older the older buildings you know uh there's a good one too in jacksonville that's that that you know, whatever it was of yesterday, you make it a brewery today and it, and it, uh, enhances the experience. Cause you think about, you know, while you're sitting there having a beer, you kind of look at some of the things on the wall and you start thinking back to yesteryear and it just kind of, kind of adds a little flair to the experience. I, I couldn't agree more that that's one of the things that I love is, when a brewery is in like these historic repurposed buildings, because not only is it something different, but it's also in a way, it's a learning experience about learning locally about, you know, different places in different neighborhoods. You know, I, I remember uh, when I was talking to the guys at uh, Birdfly South and learning about how, you know, the buildings right near the railroad tracks, they used to unload materials for textiles right off the train in, in, in that building. Uh, and, you know, it, it is interesting to me, you know, some buildings try to keep it more bare bones where it's, you know, a lot of the old beams and it's, it's, it's very minimal changes for the most part. And other places completely transform it into something completely new. Uh, so that, that is definitely something that I, that I enjoyed and I enjoyed in Greenville as well, as, as I, as I mentioned. Uh, so now looking kind of broader picture here, you know, South Carolina as a whole has a, has a growing beer scene for sure. How do you feel Greenville kind of stacks up against some of the other cities like, you know, maybe Charleston, Columbia, or even some of the other places in, in North Carolina, for instance? Uh, I mean, every every city here, uh, and I've been to Columbia recently for a festival, and I went to Charleston a couple times. Um, everybody has their niche. Everybody has, you know, as far as if you want to say who has the most breweries, I couldn't tell you that. I don't, I honestly don't know. I don't. I think what what uh, is more important uh, than quality or quantity would be quality. I mean, just having beer, you know, or craft beer, um, breweries, something to do, 
in all cities, you know, I think personally Greenville has it. Um, yeah. I think that uh, if I was to rank anybody in the state, I'd put Greenville second. Um because I do think Charleston has some really good breweries. That that um, they do. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, but Columbia's a little bit less dense. Um, there's there's a few things there. And then there's there's just one-offs that trickle out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Rock, Rock Hill area uh, is – last time I was at Rock Hill, there was – I don't, couldn't tell you the number now, but uh, there were, you know, a good amount of breweries, and there's even more now. And that was – the last time I was there was – four, five, six, six or seven years ago. So yeah, Rock Hill's coming up too. Absolutely. Well, and, and, and yeah, I, I definitely agree that I was able to, we, we, we also went and spent time down in Charleston and, and stopped through Columbia on the way back. And there, there's certainly some quality breweries in all of those major cities there uh, in, in South Carolina and Greenville in particular, I really enjoyed not just for the breweries, but the city as a whole was very fun to visit. Uh, it's, it's a really neat, you know, downtown area. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it certainly has some great breweries and, and some specialized breweries too, which I found to be very interesting. Um, and kind of speaking of that, you know, the, the next question, and I'll do a flight because oftentimes when I have two guests, I let them both do a flight. Um, and since it's just you this time, I'm going to do a flight of my favorite beers from Greenville as well. But um, because I have only been there once and only made it to you, I didn't make it to every single brewery. Uh, it's just my own personal experience i guess you could say i I want you to start off with creating a flight of four beers to represent the greenville beer scene and this can focus on a style certain breweries um it can be flagships or or one-offs whatever you see fit uh well so i myself i i mean i obviously have my favorite brewery so this for me to build a flight for you might not be the flight for somebody else it might not be the flight for somebody else oh Um, absolutely um, this is just, if I, if I was to pick four beers, uh, my first beer would be, uh, Cascadian Eclipse from Tetrad. It's a black IPA. Um, mm, it mm-hmm. is the best black IPA that I think I've ever had personally. Um, it would always be number one here in the city on my list. Uh, my number two is a pale ale, Nathan Hale, pale ale out of 13 stripes. Um, good solid pale ale. Again, back to 13 Stripes. I'm a veteran. Uh, they're a better-known and operated facility. Um, all of their beers have some kind of military-ish or revolutionary background to them, uh, and they always put a story on the can to kind of go with it. Uh, I really enjoy their beer, uh, and that's a really good pale ale. Uh, Birds Fly South was my second uh, brewery that I visited here. Uh, 13 Stripes was the first. Uh, 13, I mean, Bird Slice South, I really fell in love with the, uh, the farmhouse ales, the Saison's, the Funky, the Wild Ales. Uh, my favorite beer out of there is Saison is Dead. It's kind of, uh, you know, oxymoron, obviously. Um, Saison isn't dead. In fact, I think that, you know, it's, it's a booming, <laughs> Especially if you're in their style. tap room. <laughs> exactly right, right. And they, and they have a really cool uh, logo on that, that bottle. Uh, they have a t-shirt. I have it. It's nice. Uh, my fourth beer is a West Coast IPA from Pangea. Uh, I had it last year. I've yet to get back over there to uh, to get it again. It's never on draft when I go in there, so I kind of skip over to the southern side and get something else. But uh, 
Pangea makes an awesome West Coast IPA. It's called Kraken IPA. I think there's mm-hmm. an octopus of some sort on the can. Um, but yeah, that would that would be my four. But if I had to throw in a fifth, could I do that? Yeah, you are you are 100 allowed to. Okay, so it would be a uh, stout that I had. I waited in line. I don't know. I think the release was at 7 p.m. I got there at 3 p.m. I was it was at the eighth state. Um, they released a stout called Time Dilation. And I just just being new here, I didn't know anything about the hype about standing in line at eight state. Total new, you know, newbie to the to the situation, but very well worth the wait. The stout was phenomenal. Um yeah, other than that, there is there's amazing beers at every brewery here. You just, you know, if you like something specific, you're gonna you're gonna find it. Absolutely. Well, and I, when I was there, I remember a state had some more limited weird hours and we were there during the week and I was not able to get to them, which, which is very unfortunate, but uh, I would agree with you. So my, my favorite brewery from the trip was birds fly South. And I would a hundred percent agree. You know, I think I, I did have a, a really good like fruited sour, but if I was going to pick one for the flight, I would go, it was called a POV. It was a Cezanne with lavender and apricot. Uh, mm-hmm. That was just, they just do a really good job with, all of their beers um obviously in particular as you said with, with their farmhouse style stuff um and then f- from there i would also go with uh a the a, a, a hazy ipa since you went west coast i'll go a hazy ipa from fireforge uh which is kind of more downtown-ish area a nice little spot the guys they were great uh, something a little bit I, I do like a sour and so i would go a double stamp had an oops all berry berliner vice that was very good and then first give a little multi backbone on mine as well uh, liability had a good doppelbock called minotaurs when i was visiting there i think i think liability is the one that does some of their beers gluten reduced i believe um but yeah a lot of good beer to be had there in greenville uh, and, and kind of speaking of that, you know, what are three of the breweries that maybe we've mentioned or, or haven't gotten to yet that you want to give a special shout out to for one reason or another? Um, so definitely Birds Fly South. I, I love the atmosphere there. I love the people. Um, they actually have another, it's not a brewery. It's more of a restaurant. It's called The Perch. Uh, it's another in another part of town that they recently opened. I have yet to get to this place. So the reason why I would give Birds by South a shout out is because I apologize for not making it out to the perch uh, in due time. I will get there one day, but uh, um, they have they focus on a little bit more of the lagers, uh, some of your traditional Ooh. beers there, as well as as a a good menu uh, for food. So um, definitely want to check that out at some point. Just whatever reason i totally forgot about it or just haven't made the time uh the other the other one or the other one of the three would be liability uh, i used to frequent there quite a bit mm-hmm. um for one reason or another i just haven't made it out there i i found myself becoming more busy uh, I say I'm busy, but I'm really, I'm really am busy. I'm busy at home. I work second shift, uh, Sunday through Wednesday. So I work four tens. Uh, my day is pretty much shot on those days, but you know, 
I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but hey, my wife's got me doing all kinds of stuff, you know, like, <laughs> like anybody else. So yeah. <laughs> uh, then the other one uh, outside of liability, double stamp. Um, I like double stamp. They're uh, like a '90s flair in there. They kind of you know focus on you know some of the old school stuff. You you know you sit at their bar and yeah, there's Pogs and CDs and. EOMTV raps cards, you know, in the, in the bar itself. Um, and then their names of their beer, you know, like they mentioned, you know, some of the stuff that was, that was around in the nineties and it's, and it's pretty cool. It's, it's cool atmosphere. And not only that, but if you, if you go to a double stamp and you order a beer, you can take it across, walk right across the, the parking lot there and go to home team barbecue and have you some barbecue. Um, nice little area there. Uh, I just, I go to home team more than I go to double stamp and they're right next to each other. Pretty sad. So uh, I owe them and they tag me often in their, uh, their social media posts. So I definitely need to get over there and spend some more time. Yeah, no, I definitely remember. I, so I was, I'm, I was, you know, didn't, I grew up partially in the nineties. I was born in 92. So I, I, the nineties theme definitely stuck out to me uh, when I was there because there's, you know, having a theme and then there's what they do, which they really lean heavily into it. Uh, as you said, both in terms of decor, beer names, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I remember they, they also have, you know, a rooftop bar. And they had actually, when I visited, um, and I actually am looking here now, it was in late 2021 when I was there. Uh, they had just opened recently when I was there, and they had already were cranking out some really good beer. Uh, so, yeah, really good beer scene that you guys have down there in Greenville. And, and I'm hoping to get back there at some point, because like I said, besides a state, there are there's definitely some others as well that I was not able to get to in our short. I think we were just there for the two or three nights. I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, Brian, I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking about the Greenville beer scene. And if you have any final thoughts, conclusions about the local beer scene there, why people should come check it out as well as making sure to shout out how people can find you on social media to follow along with Greenville beer. Uh, first off on the, uh, the um, following me side, beer me GVL. I'm only on Instagram. Um, I do look to expand in the future, but at beer me GVL on Instagram is how you can follow me. Um, as far as coming to Greenville in general for beer, don't just come for the beer. Come for the food as well. We have a lot to offer here. We have a lot to do. Bring your bikes. Like I said, you can ride on the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Plenty of beer here and plenty of food. Absolutely. And, and, and although I've only been there the one time, I can definitely vouch for that. As I mentioned, it's just a really fun city. My whole family had a good time when we were visiting there. Uh, so and as we said, though, there's definitely plenty of great beers. So make sure you're checking that out as well. And if you are a new listener, you can find me on Twitter at Brewery Travels, on Instagram at Brewery underscore Travels. You can also go to the website, thebrewerytravels.com, where you can find articles, interactive maps, as well as links to all the past podcast episodes. And as always, remember, whether it's where you're visiting or where you're living, be sure to drink local everywhere.